You're now listening to Binge Brew Brain Podcast, the show that teaches simple neuroscience-based strategies to ending overeating, binge eating, emotional eating, and yo-yo dieting. I'm Natalia, your host, and I'm here to help you create wellness without the obsession. Let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. How's it going, guys? How's your progress towards overcoming binge eating. Many of you sent me messages saying that this podcast is a game changer, that you learn a lot, but you also apply a lot. So thank you so much for those messages. It really makes uh, makes me just really very happy, very proud of you and also proud of myself that I decided to start this podcast, even though I was very doubtful about that. So in today's episode, I want to give you a several signs that you can say that, okay, you are making a progress. And this episode is mostly for my own clients because I've noticed that sometimes they come to the session and they think that they haven't done any progress in a week. But the truth is that they just don't see uh, their own small uh, wins. So I want to show you that there are several ways you can say that, oh yeah, you are making a progress. But before that, before that, I want to give you a quick life update. So let me tell you that the past two months, they were very, let's say, eventful. (laughs) So it all started with our loft renovation. So we wanted to renovate part of the house. And initially workers told us that it's going to take like one and a half weeks, maybe two weeks. But guess what? It lasted more than a month. As you know, I work mainly by recording stuff, by having online consultations. So I need peace in order to record something. And guess what? There's no piece in the house that is renovated. So what I had to do is I had to rent myself an Airbnb so that I can uh, stay outside the house during the renovation. Later, I also visited my, uh, my best friend in Sweden, which was really a great time for me. I spent wonderful time in Stockholm, but meanwhile, you know, more problems appeared on a horizon. So first of all, my boyfriend's car broke, so he needed to replace it. Also, our cat was injured and he needed he needed to have an eye operation. And right now I can tell you that everything is all right. That was successful uh, procedure, but he had to wear a cone of shame for a week and he was very, very frustrated with it. And also our second cat, Snuggly, he is going to have, uh, he's going to be castrated in like a week after this episode is released. So keep your fingers crossed for our little kitty cat. At the moment, renovations are over and I'm happy to settle. You know what? First time I'm excited about winter hibernation. (laughs) I'm really happy to just have no events scheduled in the next couple of weeks. I really want to clean up the house. I really make want to make it cozy. We want to build our nest here so that we can snuggle all winter and just wait for the spring. But of course, after the renovations, there's a lot of cleaning to do. And we've got a lot of stuff. (laughs) I mean, I don't really. I don't really have that much stuff because I consider myself an essentialist. I, I even like, you know, the idea of minimalism. But my boyfriend, 
well, he's not that much into it and he likes to hold onto things thinking that, oh, one day he might be needing it. But it's not gonna work for me, so I strongly encourage him to sort things out and decide what kind of things spark joy and will stay in our house and which ones will be given to second-hand shop. Another thing I'm excited about is just coming back to my routine. So the past two months, I didn't have a solid routine and I really love habits and routine. So I'm happy to announce that I'm going back to horse riding. I also plan to go back to the gym. I'm going to start brewing my kombucha. I'm going to start growing my sprouts. And also I bought Lion's Mane growing kit, which means that I'm going to grow my own Lion's Mane. How hipster is that? Okay, live update is over and now let's go to the main topic, which is how do I know if I make progress in overcoming binge eating? I know that many of you expect that you are just going to stop binge eating just from one day to another, that every time you tell yourself like, oh yeah, this is the last binge, I will never binge again, that this is really going to be your last binge and that you know you won't be be binging again that you're gonna start counting days since your last binge and it's gonna be like 100 days then 1000 days and all's gonna be good but as you know I don't really believe that much in like counting days and I And I shared with you my position on the topic in the episode about how to properly break binge eating habit. So you already know that building a habit takes time and effort, which means that breaking a habit or replacing the habit also takes effort. This habit developed over time, so it's going to take time for you to change it. Change happens because your brain is plastic your brain can rewire itself based on the experiences that happen. It takes time and effort to rewire your brain, to rewire your negative thinking, your mindset, your limiting beliefs. I know people who've been working on their self-esteem, self-confidence for years in therapy. Yes, there are people who work, uh, who attend therapy for more than 10 years and they still find things to work on. So I don't know why people struggling with binge eating expect results so fast. Stopping binge eating overnight is really hard and it rarely happens. But does it happen? Yes, I must admit that apparently it does happen. There are people like Katrin Hansen, Amy Johnson. Those are the authors of, of books like Brain Over Binge, a little book of Big Change. And those, those people claim that they were able to just stop binge eating through having an insight. Wouldn't it be great to recover from binge eating that fast? Of course, that would be great. Great. It's possible, but to be honest, it's very unlikely and I wouldn't count on it. People can change their life 
overnight through having an insight. But again, it you cannot like plan it. You cannot work on having an insight. It's just something that happens to you. And now you might be asking yourself like, wait, but is this in line in my philosophy? If I believe in the neuroplasticity, if I believe that change happens over time through repetition, so is it possible to stop binge eating just because you had an insight? And I must admit that it is possible because we know that sometimes neuroplasticity takes sort of like seconds to develop. Like most of our habits, rituals, they do take time and and repetition uh, and focus. But there are instances when our brain can change immediately. For example, heroin addiction. Just after trying heroin first time, your reward system can change and you can become addicted to heroin. Another great example is PTSD. Sometimes it just takes seconds to develop trauma. Let's say that you were in a car accident and after that you can have PTSD. And it just took a couple of seconds during the car accident for you to develop it. Similar with maybe even the food aversion. One time you got sick after eating something and then you just don't want that food anymore. Also, fear-based neuroplasticity happens very fast. So whenever you have very strong emotional stimuli, your brain can change. Maybe also, for example, when you fall in love, I think that there are also some, some plastic changes in your brain. So it is possible to change your brain within a, you know, a day or so. But let's be honest, it doesn't happen very often. Did I have a client who who had an insight. So the fastest somebody finished working with me because they overcame their binge eating was after four sessions. So usually, of course, it takes longer. So I just said something and they had an insight and they just decided, um, yeah, they just contacted me later that they don't have to like continue with coaching because they understood the message and they are not going to, you know, engage in binge eating habit anymore because they realize how stupid and harmful it is and that they don't need to uh, listen to their primitive primitive brain voice. Like, <laughs> this is crazy for me, but but there are these kind of people. For example, when I tell them that, you know, your thoughts are optional, you can choose. For some people, that's like, game-changing. For some people, a game-changing information can be that thoughts create feelings or that feelings can't hurt you. And all of a sudden, they just change how they react to urges to binge. I'm going to admit, I would like to be a coach who can help somebody within like one session by asking great questions that lead to insight. But unfortunately, I'm not there yet. Maybe one day I will be able to change people's life just like that. But right now, unfortunately, we have to take the longer route. There's one thing I want to mention is that I also didn't recover just just like that overnight. It took me months. At first, my binge eating became less frantic. I was more mindful. I consumed less food. At some point, my binge eating transitioned into overeating. And sometimes I would have binges, sometimes I would overeat. And then I would just overeat. Then overeating would be more like emotional eating. So that was my transition. And I believe that for most people, this is exactly how it looks like. 
And based on that information, I want to give you a couple of signs that you can look for that mean that you are on a good way to overcoming binge eating. Once you've noticed that you struggle with binge eating and you want to overcome it, you will experience at least two types of binges. So one type of binge is the binge that you learn from and then you apply the information later. And the other type of binge is non-productive binge. This is the binge that you learn nothing from. You just want to forget about it. And this type of binge also perpetuates the cycle. It it rewires your brain so that this habit is more ingrained. Because, for example, you binge and then you promise yourself that it was the last time and you restrict again, which also makes you prone to more binge eating. So these kind of binges are non-productive binges. But also there are productive binges that you can learn from. And once you start applying that information from the past binge, your binge eating will change. And now I want to share with you those signs I was talking about. So, for example, before a binge, you will notice that maybe you are less impulsive, that the decision to binge was more calculated. You didn't just frantically run to the shop, grab some things and ate them in front of the supermarket. No. You thought about it, maybe you even hesitated, you gave yourself some time uh, and you created some space to really think about it. Who knows, maybe you even pre-planned your binge from your prefrontal cortex. Maybe your binge was less hurried. You felt like you really want to take time for this because you kind of enjoy it. Maybe just before the binge, you recognized that it's your primitive brain talking, that it's your eating disorder talking, and you didn't fuse yourself with your thoughts. You recognized that you are going to binge because of your primitive brain, not because you lack willpower or something like that. No, it's because your instincts tell you so. Another sign of progress is that you give yourself permission to eat. And that especially applies to people who recover from very restrictive eating. So even if you end up binge eating, but you gave yourself permission to eat, this is still a win. Another sign of progress is that you don't plan to start over tomorrow. You no longer have this tomorrow's a new day mentality. Diet for you doesn't start on Monday. You just continue with your normal eating the next day. You're making progress in your binge eating also when the binge itself changes. For example, you eat less automatically. You really take time to think like, what do I want to try? Do I want to eat something sweet, salty? Maybe you experience less fog eating and it's more about making decisions, what I want to eat next. Maybe you also derive some pleasure from binge eating. Because I know that uh, people who suffer from severe binge eating, they don't experience any pleasure from eating. And that was me. I was sometimes eating such a weird shit that wasn't even tasting good. I just wanted to chew something. So it's important that maybe choosing foods that bring you pleasure and taking time to experience that pleasure, that can be a sign of progress. Maybe you also notice that you slowed down that your binge eating has some uh, components of like mindful eating that was definitely true for me maybe you also notice that instead of buying ultra processed foods in a supermarket you binge on homemade products 
For example, maybe you decided to challenge your diet mentality and you decided to bake your own brownies, but at the end of the day, you binge on them. In my opinion, it is still a progress because you challenge yourself. You thought that you you had enough confidence to bake those brownies. Okay, at some point your primitive brain won, but it's still a win that you decided to bring home your binge food. I think that binge eating is also slightly different when we when we binge on foods that don't have any meaning for us and the binge can be more enjoyable when we binge on things that maybe are higher quality maybe somebody made it for us maybe they are connected with with nostalgia maybe this is something we were eating when we were kids I would say that choosing those um, nostalgic foods this is also kind of a sign of the progress because maybe you want to feed your inner child. And of course, another sign of progress is that you eat less during binge. What happens after your episode also matters. Maybe instead of, you know, feeling guilty and doing lots of like self-loathing and criticizing yourself, you approach this experience with curiosity. You feel less guilt, especially when this binge happened because you restricted yourself. And now you you don't feel as much guilty because you know that your body just needed calories. So this binge was your body asking for more food. So having curiosity and feeling self-compassion, those are great signs of progress. You just treat every binge eating or overeating episode as a learning experience. You take time to reflect. You think about how you can change the next time. What you're doing after binge can also matter. Maybe you've noticed that after binge, you just eat normally, you don't restrict. And also you don't try to compensate. Those are another great signs of progress. Of course, binge eating isn't only about binge eating episodes, but also about what is happening between episodes. So how's your diet mentality? And there are a couple of signs that you challenge diet mentality and challenging it can help you in overcoming binge eating. So these are a couple of good signs that you are making a progress. For example, you say yes to spontaneous, I don't know, pizza night or date that you know that you are going to be eating. Previously, you would probably stress about added calories because you didn't want to order a shake or eat more pizza that day because you already uh, ate more calories than you should. But now you say yes to food. Also, during the day, you think less about food. You also deleted all of the tracking apps. You no longer care about calories or about steps. And maybe you also bring more foods home. I know that some of you just try to empty your shelves, your fridge, because you are afraid of keeping food inside the house. So that could be a good sign that you're making a progress when you decide to bring more food home, especially if these are binge foods. You're no longer focused on calories. Maybe you also do less body checking. Maybe you stop googling another diet or another quick fixes. You are just done with this diet culture bullshit. Maybe you also improved your body image. Maybe you wear clothes that previously you didn't feel comfortable enough to wear them because you thought that your body is too large. But right now you made peace with your body 
and you feel okay wearing those cute clothes. There are two more signs that came to my mind. One of them is that you allow uncomfortable feelings. You don't need to numb them out. And also the last sign is that your mental health improved. And of course, I've made that list, you know, within like one minute. So definitely there are way more signs of you overcoming binge eating or overcoming your eating disorder in general. Guys, that would be it. I hope that this episode was helpful for you. Maybe consider sharing it on your social media so it can reach out more more people who could benefit from the content I create. I also want to remind you that I want to make a Q&A episode. So send me those questions. That would be all for today. Have a great rest of your day and see you next time. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode and you would like to stay in touch with me, make sure to follow Pinchproof Brain on Instagram. And if you are ready to take this material to the next level and apply what you've learned, then go ahead and submit your application for my Pinchproof Brain coaching program. Thank you so much for joining me today and have a great day.